everyone. Today's chapter is Mark 15.、Uh, and if you、uh, read yesterday's and you saw Hannah's question, what is missing? The answer is. The lamb. The、yes. lamb is missing. They have the bread, they have the wine, but no lamb. Because Jesus is the lamb. Oh, shoot.、It's、his blood that will be shed so that the So that God will pass over. I hope that that、um, really reminds all of you a little bit deeper of what communion is really signifying.、Um, when we partake of the body and the blood, it is a reference to Passover,、um, that death has passed over us. And in fact, the punishment for sin has passed over us. But today is、uh, Mark 15, and we're looking at Jesus' crucifixion. Sorry, guys, I put the whole chapter, but. I was think I was going to break it up. It was really long, but it's actually a good thing because there's a ton of stuff in there that we can look at. One of the main things that we see in Mark's、uh, chronicling of this is there's a lot of different characters that are included in this chapter. And it's really easy to read this almost like a parable of something that had to happen. And in a sense, it did have to happen. But I think one of the really valuable things for me is reading this and trying to understand. Each person's point of view.、Uh, so, first you have Pilate, right? And what is Pilate trying to do, right? Make the crowd not go crazy. Right. He's just trying to keep the peace. He's not, he doesn't hate, he doesn't quote unquote hate Jesus. He doesn't hate Christianity, right? He's just trying to maintain the status quo. And I think in that we see, we can see ourselves in one way. We have Barabbas. Who doesn't deserve to be saved? Doesn't deserve to be saved and yet is saved. And、uh, one of a really, a really good、um, teaching I just I, I had heard once is that if you look at it, Barabbas probably isn't there. So he's, he knows he's condemned. He knows he's supposed to die. And all of a sudden he hears a crowd start shouting, Barabbas, Barabbas. And he's like, <laughs> Wasn't that Pastor Michael's Good Friday sermon a couple years ago? I don't know. It's、uh, I, a lot of Christian circles.、Uh, that that, that、um, story was passed around, but it's really good. We have the yeah, crowd,、mm-hmm. right? We have the crowd, which in its on frenzy、Jesus. turns on Jesus. And it's like, before you judge them too harshly, Let's think about how many times we go with the crowd and we turn on Jesus.、Um, we have the,、uh, the guards who really just see how they could benefit from Jesus and, in fact, mock him because they don't think of him as powerful.、Uh, you have Simon of Cyrene who is forced to carry the cross. You can read it to that one, you will. <laughs>、um, he still carries it, right? He, he, gets, he gets an honor that he probably did not think was an honor at the time.、Um, at the death of Jesus, you have Mary and the other women.、Um, you have the centurion. You have even the people who are probably in the temple and witnessing the veil being torn. And、uh, for those of you who don't know what the veil being torn means, it's basically a pic,、uh, in the temple separating the holy place from the holy of holies was this thick curtain, which was meant to symbolize, like, and it physically symbolized, like, the separation between God and man. And so the fact that the veil was torn top to bottom was a symbol of God saying that there is no more,、um, there does not have to be separation anymore because Jesus is the mediator, he's the great high priest. Right. And I think through all of this, again, it's really easy to judge all of these people and say, I would never have done that. But the reality is, is it really encompasses all of us,、mm-hmm. right? That we can probably 
every single one of you can probably see yourselves in one of these bystanders and realize, no, I wouldn't have helped Jesus. I would have stuck with the crowd. I would have thought about myself. I would have tried to maintain the status quo. I would have, you know. Or just been so afraid that Jesus wasn't powerful anymore and just stand by. Right. And I think so the last character of this chapter I've always really loved is uh, Joseph of Arimathea Mm -hmm. because he wasn't there, right? Like, and we don't know if he wasn't there because he physically wasn't there or maybe he was one of those bystanders, right? He was one of the people that looked and said, I'm not going to do anything. And suddenly when Jesus is actually dead, he thinks, what's the very least that I could do? And it actually is a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think, and Jesus and even the gospel writers have no ill will towards Joseph Arimathea. And I think in so many ways, like that's the picture of us being saved by grace. And then we offer whatever we have. And he offers, in a sense, his life, right? Because he offers his family tomb, which is where he would probably have been buried. And he gives it to Jesus. And Jesus ultimately... Do you think he reused it once Jesus resurrected? <laughs> I mean, he wanted to. It's like, you all got the best, bro. <laughs> location, location, location. Okay, well, um, and then just to close, uh, going back to our theme of Passover for this week, uh, you know, we see the fulfillment of the ultimate Passover, right? Uh, we see um, in Exodus, we saw in Exodus, right, the lamb's blood. And now we have Jesus's blood, which we alluded to in the Isaiah passage, which we alluded to in uh, the communion, first communion um, story, but here as well. Right. Because I think in Passover, it wasn't that death was forgotten. It was no, that it, death. Of course not. The lamb substituted for our death. Yes. And here you see all of these characters and listen, they all deserve death. And yet Jesus is the one who dies. So have a wonderful Passion Week. There's another. Yeah, we're going to have more reading. So woo, bye.